0: All right, it's the inaugural AAF Fantasy Football Podcast on Drink5.com. Thanks for being here, guys. Here
1: we go and skip the names. No need here for the silly games. Make our way through the smoking crowd. The club's the sky, and I'm on your cloud. Move in close as the lasers fly, our bodies touch and the angels cry. Leave this place, go back to yours. Our lips first touch outside your doors. The whole night what we've got in store. Whisper in my ear that you want some more, and I'm in my pants for really the never. Nobody
0: expects the first show to be perfect, right? Absurd,
1: faultful, I don't I think so, is. but uh, it my pants? That's-
0: well, I'm looking for you know a theme on like every podcast that I do where uh, we're going to have music. So whenever there's a holiday, I pick out that theme. That was a Mike
1: Bercovici theme right there. That's what happened when uh, he got hit.
0: You like- think Mike Bercovici? I'm, I'm, I'm more simple than that. I'm just going with the Valentine's Day theme oh, tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. But we could do a Mike Ber- Bercovici. Like, uh, I'll play Flight of the Bumblebee, and I- that's the only <laughs> Italian song I
1: know. I don't know, man. That hit... We'll see him again. Maybe from...
0: uh, I'll I'll listen to the Godfather soundtrack. That sounds good. Anyways, uh, this is the inaugural AAF Fantasy Football Show. The AAF is the... American Alliance of Football, am I right? It I'm is. I'm not going to butcher that they, they just uh, right call, off the bat. They,
1: they go by the Alliance now. It's like okay. they just say the Alliance, their their Twitter handle, the Alliance.
0: And uh, my name is Jason. I am uh, editor and podcaster on drink5.com. Joining me tonight is uh, my buddy Vince Foss. Vince, hello, thank hello. you for being here. Well, thanks for having me. I'm really glad that you decided to uh, jump in on this and start a league, uh, get us all going in this league, because... Uh, you know, I thought that one week uh, without fantasy football was too much. Just a little too much. <laughs> because we do, do, we do playoff fantasy football. And, of course, the Super Bowl would have been the last game in that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we just saw a Super Bowl that was generally underwhelming. So um, once you salute uh, general underwhelming and move on from that, <laughs> we will uh, decide, you know, hey, let's watch some more football. So... Um, like any other show that we like to do on Drink
1: 5, we're going to have a drink or two. Vince, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I'm drinking Dogfish Head's 90-Minute Imperial IPA, which is one of my personal favorites. Dogfish Head, in general, is my favorite brewery yeah, that, the I've liquor ne- store. that I've also never been to. I
0: said, Vince, what's your favorite beer?
1: And that's what you said. I go, it's on sale. Let's get it. And you know I'm double fisting today because of you, and I appreciate you. Uh, we're also drinking here a Johnny Walker Blue Label, which I don't think I've ever had before. Johnny
0: Walker Blue Label, It's very tasty. I really enjoy it. Just a little glass will do you very nicely.
1: It will. Let's let's yeah. Let's just say we're not double fisting full glasses of both.
0: That's it's a nine
1: percent beer that tastes
0: like more like wine than beer. Sometimes, it does, yeah. And then a very very fine expensive whiskey that you just drink a little bit at a time. I love how you got down low low for that Just a little bit at a time It's all you need Um, So uh, we are going to get into the AAF But uh, first I'll give you a chance to go get a beer
1: Hey girl I got something real important to give you So just sit down And listen Girl you know we've been together such a long, long time.
0: Such a long time.
1: And now I'm ready to lay it on the line. Wow, well, you know it's Christmas and my heart is open wide. Open wide. Gonna give you something so you know what's on my mind. What's on my mind? A gift for real special. So take oh,
0: I can't. I, I gotta leave it. Take a look inside, Is <laughs> my dick in a box. Oh, Lonely Island taking you through all night tonight. That's going to be our soundtrack, huh? For, for, for tonight? For the first one, I'm yeah. going to try. That's nice. So, we got some questions here. Uh, this is just going to be kind of an introductory podcast. Uh, we'll talk about the league, kind of introduce it to people who aren't that familiar with it, uh, and then get into a little bit of fantasy stuff later. But really, we'll be the first to admit... I don't know many of these players. I've only been doing about a week and a half worth of research on these guys. So I can spot out names and statistics already. But
1: you're familiar with some of the players that have made you angry in other fantasy leagues. Before. Yes,
0: you will. There will be very familiar names yes. to fantasy players who've been around. Uh, we can just dangle that Trent Richardson out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, that. Oh, shit. I think my Wi-Fi just kicked out. Anyways, uh, we do know... Yeah, my Wi-Fi crapped out. Let's just ride this out, shall we? Disconnect, reconnect. There we go. I'm back, everybody. If you are listening live, sorry for that momentary uh, lapse in... Uh, connection there, but I think everything's okay now. Wonderful. Uh, so as I was saying, we're going to do a, an introduction to the AAF league tonight, and we'll talk about some of the fantasy stuff. We'll talk about how we built our fantasy league, uh, what we what went into it, and what we like about the AAF. It it doesn't suck. It was a really entertaining week one. Um, so what is the AAF, Vince? What, what you know when you think when someone asks you that, what's your short answer? What's more, your elevator pitch? More football.
1: All right, more football. Yeah. I like that. More not not horrible football. I mean, that's the longer version of it. But honestly, if you think about it like this, college football is great. Everybody loves college football. Um, pro football is pro football. This is like the in-between because these guys are still – not the guys that are like, well, Alabama would beat one of these teams. Well, it's still guys that made the cut that were thought about in the
0: NFL. Yeah, we had this debate at lunch today. Yeah, I where
1: think. half of half of every majority of actually like seventy five percent of every college team will never step foot. So a, a lot of the AAF players were drafted by NFL teams yeah. in the
0: last five years, probably less but in the last, you know, four or five years for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and they were late round draft picks with a couple exceptions. They were guys who made practice squads, guys who were in training camp, uh, maybe saw some action in like the fourth preseason game, uh, but really very little guys with actual NFL experience. Very few. Yeah. Um, so uh, the AAF is a league with eight teams. And they are all owned by one uh, league. So I suspect they're going to be switching players around on their own. You're not really going to see free agents or trading or anything like that uh, because it's all one owner. And they just have one rule. All the players get a three-year, $250,000 contract.
1: Yeah, I really don't even know that I would expect a lot of trading because as of right now... Well, there wouldn't be trading because... I mean, are you going to trade with yourself when you want to move some of your assets around? Well, forgetting about that, because these guys want it to be competitive, right? So if I realize that this guy, we have all the best players on this team, we might want to trade some guys to this team just to make it a little more competitive sure. league. But reasons there may to not get... even be a trade. It might just be like X player goes from Memphis yeah. to Birmingham. But also to get fans in your stadium, you have a, a team in Memphis. You're going to have guys that went to college in the Tennessee area or in within you know, sure. 100 sure. miles yeah, you're going to get Something the guys from Mizzou. For. You're going to get you
0: – know? uh, so all the teams have – The local uh, heroes. Have colleges from the big – how many are the big – how many conferences are there? Like the big – Eleven, There's I think. the 12. There's the Big 12. Uh, or are they not even the Big 12 anymore? You know I, – <laughs> I, I don't watch college football <laughs> They're anymore. They're the Big
1: 12 with less teams, right? With the fewer big, than 12. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the Big 10 has way more than 10. Yeah. But the, those conferences, big. the AAC, the Big East, uh, the SEC, the Pac-10, I think those six conferences are the – Schools that they split up and assign uh, g- sort of geographically uh, to each team to kind of feed the players well, power into five, that. Five conferences. Okay, yeah. five. Uh, they feed those players into the AAF teams. Uh, the same goes with NFL. Uh, so geographically speaking, if you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan, your players that don't make the Chiefs may wind up in Salt Lake City. I- I'm not sure exactly what team feeds into that. I can look that up. Salt Lake
1: City Stallions Vince, your team. Why did you pick the Stallions? I picked the Stallions because it's a new team to root for that share the same colors as my Okay, good. Hey, you're being honest. I like Detroit this. Detroit Lions. And I'm a Detroit Lions fan, but it might be nice to root for a team that wins for once that looks kind of like a team that loses all the time. Okay.
0: So the Salt Lake Stallions, uh, their NFL feeder teams are the Broncos, the Packers, the Vikings, and the Seahawks. Okay. They're also fed by the Calgary Stampeders and then a bunch of uh, like schools out west. Idaho, Boise State, California, Oregon, um, Utah, you know, yeah. big schools. So um, last weekend was the inaugural uh, week. Uh, and I got to say, you know, I too was just interested in the, like, let's do another fantasy league. Sure. Why not? I, I kind of, I, I'm, I'm self you know, self-professed addict for sure. But I like how we kept this at I'm like a twenty dollars. So we
1: kept our personal league. We kept it like a, a lower rate because yes. we because we're not know crazy we people, yeah. But we also put some. We're only in line we're, we we're
0: to, not degenerate to the point where we ruin our lives. We have to do research. Twenty dollars <laughs> makes you do research. It means that you are going to pay attention all year. Yeah, is how I look at it. Um, so uh, you know, I, I I I've been having a good time. Um. So, how to watch the games. Uh, a lot of the games are going to be on NFL Network and CBS Sportsnet, right? Yes. Um, both of those come with my Comcast uh, sports package. I, I believe I have to have the sports package to get, uh, maybe not NFL Network, but certainly CBS Sportsnet. I would agree. So, it's a few extra bucks. Um, but if you're watching the NFL, you've already spent those few extra bucks. I agree. If you're already in NFL... Watcher, especially if you're someone who gets a Red Zone channel, you're going to have those channels. Yeah. Um, uh, week one, there was games on CBS, uh, you know, so sad, too late for that one. Uh, this week, coming up week two, the first game's going to be on TNT, and I think that we're going to get a few more games on more common uh, channels. Uh, it's actually out.
1: it's actually CBS Sports and NFL Network the whole way through, and Bleacher Report Live. Bleacher Report Live, okay. So that's the entire rest of the season, and it's the same. The first Saturday game will be Bleacher Report Live. The second Saturday game will be NFL Network. And then the next day will be CBS Sports and NFL Network. And uh, Bleacher Report Live is an extra charge. I don't know that a lot of people have Bleacher Report Live, but I think it's $10 a month, which is not crazy to watch some more football. But you also get a bunch of other sports with that. But we're not to talk about those sports. We're not doing
0: fantasy in every league. We're not crazy. We're just, you know, degenerates, as we have already determined. Um, So that's where you can check out, you know, to watch it. Uh, other places, so you can uh, go to altfantasysports. and create a fantasy league. You can obviously start week two, whatever. This is a very rudimentary site. You're going to need to pay attention to it. It's, you know, let's just assume that everything in week, in year one is going to be low stakes. Let's just do it for fun this time. Yeah, let's not get nutty about fantasy and football.
1: Honestly, I really let's just have fun with it. That's awesome of him to do this. I mean, he's doing it. Out of very his-
0: cool. Shout out to. Brian, who is the creator of the site, he is doing this on his own for free. He asked if uh, you like it to go and buy his iOS basketball game on the apps on the Apple App Store. I don't have Apple, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna find
1: this guy's uh, PayPal and buy him a beer, at least a beer. Yeah, a nice beer. A how good about, beer. How about since we're drinking maybe a six pack? even. We're, we're drinking nice beer and nice whiskey. Buy him one nice beer and a. Glass of whiskey in a glass of as, whiskey as, at a bar, yes. We'll do sure. the average, we'll get the uh, the, <laughs> the country we'll find out where he's from, we'll get the average of that state. <laughs> we're, we're gonna be exact on this, we're gonna be, trust me, we are
0: stalking Brian. Uh, so, um, where are we at? Uh, so we want to, you know, obviously follow stats, but let's talk first about um, how the league is formatted. So we have eight teams, there's an east and a west, mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna, gonna
1: play each other, uh, there's no bye weeks. So, there's four games a week. That's and actually great for fantasy non-watch. Like, if you play fantasy and don't follow your team, if you get a good team set up, no bye weeks. Just sit yeah, back and just relax. And roll. <laughs> there's no speed bumps along the way. That's
0: great. Um, and we've always said in fantasy, don't worry about bye weeks, but it's even better when there are none. Um, so, I. Totally lost my train of thought so quickly. I am so sorry. Uh, The the format of the league. Um, There's going to be 10 weeks. Uh, We decided to play our league up until week nine because we were worried, just like the NFL, that the last week might be kind of a throwaway. Um, I I think we could probably revise that and go ahead and stretch it to 10. I don't think that it's going to
1: matter. Uh, because everything 's so fucking weird anyway <laughs> i 'd agree to it I, I will say that though the first week of games, I mean there was throwaway by the end of each one of those games. I feel like you were many people were either benched from being from being too awesome, their teams were too awesome and guys got benched or you know you got injured or you were christian Hackenberg
0: yeah so let 's uh, go over the rules. Uh, this is very close to the NFL. It looks like NFL football. Um, I, I know if you ever watch other football leagues, that you can kind of tell the difference. Like when you watch college, it feels a little different. There's only one foot in bounds. They stop the clock after every first down. Yeah, Stuff like that. Uh, and there's little rule changes like this. So in the AAF, there will be no kickoffs. No kickoffs. Uh, uh, each drive, uh, once you, uh, you know, switch possessions, is going to start on the 25, unless it's a turnover or something like that. Um, and then, uh, there are no onside kicks either. So when a team is trailing by either 17 or more points or, uh, or they have, uh, five minutes to go in the game, right? Very nice. Very nice. Time for round two. Uh, the team can attempt a fourth and 12 play from their own 28 yard line. So that is their version of an onside kick, what I think is going to have way more success than the stupid onside kicks we've seen in the NFL this year. This with a change of the yes. uh, of the kicking rule. Um, so there are no extra points. And uh, remember that because a good site to read box scores on is noextrapoints.com. No extra points. So we're going to keep dro- dropping these little site uh, nuggets. And um, hopefully on drink5.com I'll, I'll put up a primer for the league and we will uh, have links and stuff like that that you can go to. Uh, look for that hopefully by this weekend. Um, so all touchdowns are going to be followed by a two-point conversion attempt. Uh, and just like in the NFL, you can return it on defense, I believe. So you can get two points the other way well. Oh. I'm pretty sure that that's the case.
1: I've never... Yeah, we... Obviously, it's only been one week we haven't had that option yet. But yeah, I can't yeah. imagine why it wouldn't be. They're trying to be like the NFL in the most non-dangerous ways possible.
0: Sure. They, I, I feel like most of these changes are improving on the league. I'm not saying that I'd want to introduce all these changes next year in the NFL. But... It's really cool to see how they work and to have a place where we can now test this stuff in a live environment. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, well, let's see how it works in preseason cuz nobody tries in preseason. People are trying in these games. Look for um, the hit. What was the what was the hit in the first game? Oh, Mike Bercovici. Was it Bercovici, it was that, Bercovici. Got his, that got his clock cleaned? But I'm going to tell you it looked great. And I got t- a clean hit. It was a clean hit. Helmet went this way, body. Went football that way. went that way, <laughs> body
1: went another way. My thoughts on that hit yeah. when we first saw it was, "Holy shit, this is this is football, and it's football." Now later in that same game, before he got essentially benched, he wasn't injured. He got benched because, well, interception after interception. Hang on, hang do on. That. <sighs> Internet cut out. Are we not online right now?
0: Yeah, it's me. It's my Wi-Fi. I forgot to uh, wire myself in. So I don't know how long we were out. Probably just a few minutes. We were just talking about Mike Bercovici uh, and the amazing freaking hit that he took uh, against San Antonio in week one.
1: Yeah. So what I would say about that is I, I feel like the league paid that man. Paid that man to not strap his helmet on because later in the game, I totally
0: agree with you, dude. Later
1: in the game, he took another hit that was like a light tackle, and his helmet rolled off. And I'm like, okay, my, maybe he's not putting it on. My, I mean, who is he? I would think that okay, the first time around,
0: uh, that he was like maybe suggested do that, <laughs> but still, like I don't know. I, I, I I've always seen quarterbacks like strap it on at the very end, like. I could totally see them forgetting to do that.
1: I guess. I guess, which brings me to another thing about how crazy easy that defender got through to hit. And also, there's some rule differences in the NFL, right? I don't mean to take over this topic here, but there's five defenders. Only five guys can line up and go at that quarterback. And I I think we all agreed that this was going to be because – we want points. They they want points. They want people to see points. That was our initial thoughts. Was our thought when we read it before week one. But now going back and looking at this week, it's because these offensive lines are not prepared for four, let alone five people, to rush that line.
0: Okay, so here is um, the the wording on that rule as outlined by Jason Munns from the Memphis Commercial Appeal by way of Bleacher Report. Uh, no more than five players can rush on a single play. Players aren't allowed to blitz from more than two yards outside the defensive line or from five yards back of the line of scrimmage. So what you can do, you can still disguise some stuff. You can drop a defensive lineman and rush a linebacker, but he still can only be within five yards. So you can't have a safety from way deep coming in at full okay. speed. Unless um, he
1: counts 10,000 Mississippi or whatever. He would probably have
0: <laughs> to move up and stop and then rush. So any uh, violation is a 15-yard penalty. We saw uh, Arizona Countless. get of those penalties in the game, I think. I mean, they didn't seem to mind. No, it didn't really affect them too much. Um, so any players... Uh, oh, any players lined up on the line of scrimmage count as rushers, regardless of whether or not they go at the quarterback. That's probably why they
1: were getting flagged. Okay. it's The idea is that this will make you. it
0: safer for quarterbacks and that you know the defense won't be too hard on them. Because that's what I read. When I was reading earlier in the year, um, uh, I think it's uh, Bill Ebersall is yeah, the, Dick, Dick's kid, Bill. Yeah, Dick's son, Bill, and uh, Bill Polian um, the, are the creators of the league, right? Yes. And um, one of the things they were saying, the reason why they did this is they thought that um, the defense would be a lot better because the offensive lines take a lot longer to sort of get into tune and uh, know what's going
1: on. We said Bill, it's Charlie. Why did Charlie. I say Bill?
0: Charlie. It's Bill Polian, We were like, "Hey, let's, Bill, Pullian, you know, and Bill sounds good.
1: Bill sounds good. Hey, it's Bill. What are you going to do? Charlie, if you're listening, I'm sorry. His name is Jason Evans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's drink five, Jason at drink5.com. <laughs> okay. Uh, thoughts. Uh, other rule changes. Overtime is a little different. So each team is going to get, it's going to be kind of college style. Each team will start with the ball on the 10-yard line. 10 yards, first and goal. Yeah. Score. That's all they want. Uh, touchdown and two pointer. you to go for two pointers all the time. Remember, yep. Uh, no field goals in overtime. Um, also, one
1: and done. Like you go once, they go once, and it's over. No, yeah. There's there's ties. It doesn't r- keep going. Nope. Oh, okay. There's, there's there was a, that just was one analysis. try and yeah, that's it. One try. So they are trying to make these games quicker. Yeah, they two and a half hours. They want to stay because what they were saying, they don't want to compete with the NFL. In fact, they the, if you watch the games, they stress how much these guys want to play in the NFL and how much they want them to play in the NFL again. They're like right. a second... It's like a halfway home for football. <laughs> and uh, I think that's great. Um, but the two and a half hours is competing with your time to go out to dinner, your time to go to the movie theater.
0: That's how they're... Yeah, that's how they're sort yeah. of presenting it, is that it's an alternative for your entertainment for the evening. Yes. Um so, 35-second play clock instead of 40 to help speed up the game. Fewer commercial breaks in general. And some of the commercial breaks are like the split-screen commercial yeah. that became popular. If you watch Red Zone a lot, you started getting those. Most um, of them are
1: at that, actually. It's only at the end of yeah, quarters. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or if they call a full-time out. Yes. Um, and I think injuries would play a difference. But I don't remember seeing too many injuries in Week 1. No. It, only four games. So, you got to remember that's a quarter of what you would normally see in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last change is interesting. We got to see this in play a couple of times. They call it the Sky Judge. So this is a ninth official that sits up in the box uh, and gets a you know top-down view of the game, has TVs right there and everything. Uh, they're in the press box, and they can call penalties uh, if the people on the field missed it. Yes. So literally, like what everyone complained about in the NFC Championship game has already been addressed in this league. <laughs> that championship. And game. that was planned before that ever happened. Yes. So, helmets a helmet hits, a blindside hit, um, any kind of... I, I think um, I think they can call anything. I think they can call pass interference. I think you, they can call anything. They said and that, then yes. When they have a replay, um, they... Um, when there is a replay,
1: they're going to uh, actually talk you through it. They did. They did the replays. They talked you through it. And now... We saw two of them, at least in my... If I remember... I remember two two or three of them distinctly. Okay, and the first one I agreed with, and watching her, which is great that they... I mean, like, uh, I feel like now... That was the Orlando game, I think. it was the Orlando game. Yeah. But watching her walk herself through it, she right away said... Nope, that was not a catch, and we're going to go with incomplete. And then she watched another... Like, she's talking herself through it. It wasn't like she yeah. made the decision harshly, done, whatever. Then she's like, no, he doesn't have... To, wait, he does have possession. Wait, it looks like he's holding the ball. Yes, it's a touchdown. We're overturning that, which was awesome to see. Now, I'm not going to agree with every one of them, but you don't agree with every one of them during the NFL yeah, that
0: season. Yeah, that, that was a tough one. Uh, also, in the, um, in the Birmingham game, I think, yeah. there was a catch... Uh, and, and literally you hear the officials on the field talking to the guy in the booth. And he's like, well, the we all know. The-, <laughs> the, the guy in the booth is like, I, I, I think I got to uphold this call. I don't see anything. And the guy on the field says, everybody down here thinks that they dro- that he dropped it. We moved, we, we moved they the lines know, back. Yeah, we already moved the lines <laughs> and everything. And the guy in the booth says, look, I don't have a, an angle where I can overturn this. So call stands is what they say. Yeah. And, and I like the distinction between confirmed and stands and overturned. Uh, I think that that's important when you're going to be doing stuff like that. So, um, like you said, they may not get everything right or you may not agree with everything. But nobody does. But it's more transparent. Yes. And it's not like it takes longer. Uh, I really like the way that they're doing it. And it's much lower stakes, so that's why they're willing to do this. But, you know, that's the kind of thing that I could see the NFL possibly implementing right away. Okay. Is, you know, all right, let's – and it's something that they could. I don't ever think that they would. Just because they don't want to, the NFL doesn't want to be transparent in anything they do.
1: No, as I, I think the the only rule so far that I could see the NFL doing, which honestly I don't see it happening, but if it does, would be the kickoff situation because they're trying to make it a safe zone. I mean, they're they're already making it a safe place for quarterbacks. But, uh, I mean, ask Clay Matthews. Yeah. But uh, they're going to eventually do something like that. I don't oh, know yeah. When. Clay Matthews would have gotten a flag
0: for that hit on Burkett. <laughs> for sure. They would have
1: thrown the flag before Clay got five and yards away anybody from
0: anybody would have gotten a flag if that was Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would have sent an ambulance out on the field yeah. immediately. Yes. Okay, so uh, that is how the NFL differs from the AAF. Uh, we're going to take a quick uh, drink of
1: whiskey here. Oh, I like it. I need some more. All right. What we kind need of more whiskey? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay right now. I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh,
0: I meant to play music here. And this is the first episode, so we're definitely uh, working out some kinks. Let's try that again.
1: Oh, damn. What is it, dog? I forgot his mother's Day. Didn't get a gift for her. Other plans got in the way. She'll be so disappointed. Damn, I forgot it too. This could have been avoided. What the hell are we gonna do? My mom's been so alone ever since my daddy left. Cold. No one to hold her tight. Life has put her to the test. I know just what you mean. My mom's been so sad and great. Word. My dad can't satisfy her.
0: I'm loving this. I'm loving this lonely island uh, groove that we've got going on today. Uh, I, maybe we'll keep it up all season if they have enough music. We can play A- the Lonely Island all
1: year. They're going to be sponsoring the... <laughs> now, L- we're going to be responsible for Lonely Island. The Drink 5 playing- playing- AAF Bandits. Playing the AAF, A-A-F it's Brought to you by Lonely Island and Taco Bell. <laughs> Lonely Island is actual... I-, I believe they're scheduled for the halftime show for the championship of the AAF.
0: Oh, yes. We're going. <laughs> it's in Vegas. Oh, it'll be great.
1: Honestly, um, we we should talk about going. I mean, because we live north, just so everybody's aware, we live in a I northern— can't go to
0: Vegas in, like, two months. But, I mean, that's a wonderful— well, No,
1: thing. no, I'm not saying Vegas. I'm saying we should talk about going, going to a game. Get our league together, now that we've got a fun league that goes after football, and say, hey, guys, let's make a road trip to Salt Lake. Let's We're make a in Chicago.
0: To we could get to Memphis. Uh, I think Memphis, Memphis is, is the good. closest place. Straight point. down 57. Yeah, Memphis is uh, the closest place. Um, so we'll, real quick, go over our fantasy football league that we have uh, going on. And how our league is set up. Um, so like I said. Alt Fantasy Sports is the name of the website. And um, it's going to be uh, a, a site that is constantly improving. So if you go there. Please you know, be patient. Uh, everything that he said he's going to do. He's done so far. He hasn't abandoned the site or anything like that. On some of these up and coming places. So uh, I'm really happy and very impressed. With what Brian's been able to do with this page. Um, so. They have all the players available. You can set up a small league. We did a six-team league. There's only eight teams in the league, so you want to keep your league small. Uh, Four players, six players. I would cut it off at that. Um, We uh, have a small roster, only six starters and four bench spots. Uh, We went without a quarterback. Instead, we did a super flex.
1: Where we can have a quarterback. you agree with the super flex decision? I do. I was a little worried at first. A couple of the guys and I were like, "Ah, we should have a quarterback. But after looking at a league where the quarterback is not a known like they're they're switching them in and out, right? So yeah, so um, I don't mind not having a quarterback this season, okay,
0: um, so we have a running back and two wide receivers, two flex and a super flex, four bench spots, and then the scoring is all pretty standard. Uh, we went with PPR, six point passing touchdowns. Uh, no kicker, no defense. You can do that, but obviously the kickers are a little less involved without the extra points, um, and the defenses. There's six teams, eight defenses. Someone's going to get stuck with a really crappy one. So we
1: just went without it. We wanted to keep this simple. And you can't you can't be like in regular fantasy NFL and kind of like streamline defenses. Follow whoever's playing Orlando. Exactly. I mean, I'm sorry, Memphis. Whoever's playing Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're we're gonna be uh,
0: you know we're gonna be on this site all year we're gonna i think have a really good time doing this the rest of it is fantasy football after that you know you can figure out the website if you have questions i'm sure that there's people that uh can answer those in fact you can email us and i'll I'll help you out with this I, i want to support the cause um so uh fantasy league specific i don't think that there's much else that you need to worry about really um you know, the the waivers are a little tricky, but I suspect that those are going to be a lot better uh, within a week or two. Um, and he even has a, a log up explaining all the different things he wants to do in order to help improve the site. So oh, Untrello, very transparent. Yeah, he's very... He, he is uh, taking a page out of the AAF's book and being transparent on how things work. And I really appreciate
1: that. He's very AAF. AAF. <laughs> as, as fuck.
0: <laughs> all right. So uh, let's talk a little bit of football then, yeah? So we had uh, four games in week one. All the home teams won. I don't think that that's going to be an indicator of how things are going to go in the future. I just think that these happen to be good teams. Yes. Um, So on Saturday night, we had the San Diego Fleet and the San Antonio Commanders. Um, This game only featured one touchdown, unfortunately. Uh, San Diego Fleet is uh, coached by... Mike Martz, who you may remember from the NFL, he was the offensive coordinator in St. Louis during the Greatest Show on Turf. No, he
1: was the head coach of the Greatest Show on Turf. Uh,
0: I believe that um, he was the offensive coordinator for the Super Bowl, and then took over the next year.
1: Oh, is that what it was?
0: Because it was. Um, oh, Dick. Was the Vermeer. guy who liked to cry. Dick Vermeule. Dick, Dick Vermeule.
1: I'm so sorry about that. Dick yeah.
0: Vermeule was the head coach and uh, for that for the Super Bowl year. Oh, I love. Dick but Vermeer. they went back to the Dick Super TV, Bowl I and him. played uh, the Patriots mm-hmm yeah that, deja was the, vu, that was
1: the literal start the actual start yeah. of the dynasty that we know as everybody hates you except for new england yeah yeah like every, you have to live the in the england. upper east you know to
0: be honest with you i think everybody hated new i think everybody really got behind the hate new england when the giants beat the 16 and 0 team oh it was a great year to be a non-patriots fan exactly exactly and then it has been a terrible time to be a non-Patriots fan ever since. I think the 70
1: the, the 70s Dolphins team that like really ingrained in our heads that we should hate this Patriots team. It was like they're the only ones I dislike more than the Patriots. That that Dolphins team with uh Those guys are such uh, <laughs> Larry Zonka.
0: <laughs> they're nice old men. I won't disparage them too much.
1: Morris. But well, they celebrate, Mercury Morris. <laughs> they celebrate other people's
0: misery more than most.
1: Yes, yes.
0: They're horrible people. So on San, on San Diego, you've got a couple of interesting players. Uh, you have Gavin Escobar, formerly of the Cowboys. He actually um, led the team in receiving yards last week. So uh, Well, him and Brian Brown. Along with Brian Brown. They both had 66 yards. Uh, obviously, you know they only scored two points. They threw three interceptions. There was a lot... To be desired there. Um, Jaquan Gardner was their leading rusher with 55 yards on eight attempts. Um, You know, I'm not really sure what to make of most of these teams right now. Are there any players now that you're looking at targeting on San San Diego?
1: San Diego. San Diego. Well, one of the things I I know Mike Martz is not really known for, and we talked about this earlier. But like, I think this league alone, you have to acknowledge that your quarterbacks aren't the best like top-notch, so you might have to, instead of throwing downfield like Mike Marks might be accustomed to, is to throw those shorter passes to get the tight ends involved a lot more. I like Gavin Escobar. I think he's really good. I think um –
0: Brian Brown really got active in the game. Um, He he had a long catch of twenty nine yards. The the guy I I thought would be great
1: as well was uh, pretty active. The guy I thought would be the best was Francis Owusu, who actually had the most targets along with Brian Brown. He just could only corral two of those seven targets. So, and he he got twelve yards. I mean, he had a seven yard. I mean, that was that's pretty much it. But I I expected him to be a guy that would come out here and score a touchdown or two
0: yeah so right now uh Cameron Kelly was listed as one of the starters at um it was Owusu and Kelly uh listed as the starters however Kelly um only had one catch I
1: think four targets one catch four
0: targets one catch um it's easy to see these really getting a lot uh, shaken up a lot uh Brian Brown and Dantes Ford had a lot of action so I really think that um They're going to be the the guys to look at. Uh, Like,
1: I drafted Cameron Kelly. I'll be sitting him this week. Okay. Yeah. Um, What's easy to sit somebody in this league, you you look at who you have that – because with it being the inaugural season, you look at who scored points – who Had the most targets, who was open. I mean, you watch that game. Hot or not is all you're worried about, right? For week two in an inaugural season, it's like hot or not from week one, you got to man.
0: Yeah. So over on the other side of the ball, San Antonio Commanders, they won. I believe before the season started, it was going to be Greg Ward as the starter, right? But Logan Woodside wound up being the starter. Uh, He was okay, threw for 255 yards, did throw two interceptions. I'm
1: sorry. No, no, not Greg Ward. Greg Ward's a receiver. There was a trick play. That's what it was that you're thinking about. That's why he's on there? Okay. They
0: did just start Logan Woodside I know that it it wasn't Logan Woodside as the original starter until like right before game time or like the the day of Um,
1: was was it Dustin that place for them
0: Uh, yeah that sounds right Um, so you had Aaron Green lead the team in rushing he's a backup running back because Kenneth Farrow the second who I believe was in the NFL right Um, I, I think he was in the NFL at some point Uh, He uh, had 14 carries, but only 37 yards for um, a plotting 2.6 yards per carry. He did
1: have a touchdown. He did have a
0: touchdown, though. So you got to love them touchdowns. But six as his long rush is very disappointing. And I expect them to kind of spread the ball out a little bit more. David Cobb, another running back, had nine carries. Uh, So, you know, um, what you're looking at here, though, is Mikhail McKay, 12 targets, only five catches. Um, Look. This is going to be a very sloppy start to these leagues. So don't expect
1: a miracle when you start
0: out. No, and Some th- some of the teams were sharper than others. I, I
1: honestly think, like what we were talking about earlier, I really think it has a lot to do with these offensive lines getting in sync with each other. And that's with these rules with these defenders and stuff. These offensive lines, if you can get that quarterback some more time, these receivers are going to get open. Yeah,
0: and I like Alonzo more as uh, maybe a waiver pickup this week. Five catches, uh, sorry, five targets, three catches, 78 yards, had a long of 46 uh, very impressive uh, Greg Ward also um, but he may be owned in your league I, I know that he was uh, on lists uh, on draft lists anyways um, but I, I you know from the from San Antonio I would suggest picking up Alonzo Moore uh, checking out Aaron Green as well I think that his 7.2 yards per carry are gonna um, you know continue to be used you know they're gonna like that Yeah. Um, So where is my schedule? This week, San Antonio is going to be playing Orlando. Orlando had a huge game uh, this week. Let's jump over to the Orlando game. They played the Atlanta Legends. Poor Atlanta fans can't catch a frickin' break. There was a quarterback controversy right out the gate. Aaron Murray, who was a standout quarterback at uh, Georgia. Georgia... Um, he, everyone was what, very excited. Title game against Alabama. I mean, he was a stud. Everyone was very excited about Aaron Murray playing on this team, and he was outplayed in
1: the preseason by Matt Sims, uh, Phil's son. Phil's the only good Sims. I think
0: that's probably right. But if
1: it comes to actual announcing, I'd prefer, I like his son, Chris. I like Chris. Probably better than Phil. Yeah. Phil was hit in the head too many times, and it shows once he gets
0: older. <laughs> Chris didn't have that chance. Because I'm he, being he, slightly serious. He, you know, the NFL causes head trauma. Anyways, <laughs> uh, oh man, poor Atlanta had nothing going anywhere. Uh, their leading rusher, 12 carries for 32 yards. That's Terrain Fulston. Um, uh, I'm gonna butcher at least five more names tonight. Terrain, apologize. Terrian, yeah, T A R E A N, yeah, Terry pronounce that, uh as you
1: will until we're you gonna hear make it them up until they tell us wrong. We're he gonna have that them. little we're gonna have that little lemonade stance that's like tell tell me how I'm wrong or whatever. We need <laughs> to get
0: a media guide so that they can uh, do all this. Uh Shantavius Jones uh, had forty three yards on eight targets, three catches. Not
1: a lot going on in the passing game.
0: They only scored six points at did Atlanta. I,
1: I expected to see more from Denard, from Shoelace Robinson, but uh
0: Yeah Denard Robinson only five carries for three yards, along of four, which means Four carries went for negative
1: hey, or zero. Can I make a weird bold prediction that will, that will definitely not come true? Please, but I love it. By after looking at Matt Simpson, and Aaron Murray, by end of season, Denard Robinson will have some reps at QB. QB.
0: More than just a trick play.
1: More than just a trick oh, play. I like. He's that. gonna line up. <laughs> That's a bold prediction. I mean, it's. It's not as far-fetched after watching that week one victory, uh, loss I mean, to this Orlando. Is true. This is true.
0: So, on the other side of the ball in that game, I, there's not anybody in Atlanta that i got to recommend picking up right now. Unless you're hurting at quarterback, I would try out Aaron Murray. I think that he can still pull through. Um, but he might not play. I'm not saying start him.
1: I'm just saying you may want to pick him up. Okay. Grab him and hold on to him.
0: Especially if you've got a deeper bench than you need.
1: Yes. I will say, though, I do like the, the format we're going with. With the uh, super flex.
0: Yeah, so if you get screwed on a quarterback or, like, um, if your quarterback winds up sitting at the last minute, then you can just put someone else in. I would definitely recommend in a short league like this doing a super flex instead of a quarterback spot. I Yes. Um,
1: at least for the first season or two. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We're going to get some better players. And I think what their their format, what they want to do is eventually... Be like the G or D League, whatever the NBA is calling it now. The D League, the D League, the development. League. It was the development, but I think they changed it to the G League. I think they, I don't know what that means. Oh, I don't know. But they, regardless, that same thing where it's like, hey, we drafted this guy. We're gonna. It's throw kind of like him. the minor league. We're gonna to throw me. him. Yes, we're gonna throw him in your system, and in that case, you're gonna have guys coming
0: and going. See, I don't know that any NFL teams own the rights to any of these players,
1: though. You're, no, you're right right now. What I'm saying is that's what Charles, uh, Charlie Ebersall was saying, or Bill Polian, both of them were saying, in the next few years. That's what they're going for. But for the meantime right now, super flex. I like the super flex. Yeah. And I even saw a headline
0: that they might be uh, four introducing teams. four more teams yeah. next year.
1: If this works well. What's your thoughts on teams? Are we keeping it south? Like, I mean, we obviously have. No Are they going to stay? Night.
0: I think that they should stay in the south if
1: they're going to start in February. Yes, I mean we can get some dome teams, right? Can we? Can we still do? I mean, there's well, some... here's the thing: like,
0: I don't know of many dome. Like in Chicago, there's no in, indoor venues that they could play football in. Because remember, the the Where arena was the,
1: team was a smaller field. Has a smaller field, yes. exactly. And that was at Allstate, I believe. Right? The Allstate Arena yeah, yeah. here
0: in in Rosemont, uh, near Chicago, is nowhere near large enough to put a full size. Football field in, so I don't think that there's anywhere around here. And then you're talking about having to play at literally like uh, either colleges. So like I know like Marquette, Michigan has a big enough stadium, but they don't have enough seats because these places. The the first game we talked about, the one in San Antonio, had twenty-seven thousand eight hundred attendees. Which is more than any home game for the Los Angeles Chargers this year. Was it this only year or was it twenty-seven thousand?
1: Was it actual Los Angeles Chargers? The,
0: the capacity of the stadium that the San, that the Los Angeles Chargers played at is twenty-seven thousand. Wow. The San Antonio Commanders had twenty-seven thousand eight hundred.
1: So, so I don't want to sound ignorant, stupid on this one. How are the the Rams? Obviously went to the Super Bowl, but like how? What stadium do they play in compared to the Rams play at the Coliseum.
0: Oh, so that's bad. and the uh, Chargers play at a soccer stadium,
1: which is crazy that they couldn't work out some kind of deal because to play at the Coliseum well, because of how the Giants and, they're and gonna the Jets, be, the Giants and the Jets do the same. Well, thing. Well,
0: they're gonna once the stadium is built in L.A., they're gonna be playing at the same place.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah.
0: gonna be shared uh, shared venue, just like the Meadow, the new Meadowlands, the and new. the old Meadowlands, really. <laughs> uh, so Orlando is the first team that we get to talk about that actually had a good offensive day. Um, so you had Garrett Gilbert. Uh, what a tale of two it around!
1: He was like the first quarter was like he struggling. looked really bad in the yeah. first quarter, yeah, yeah.
0: But he really turned it around, which
1: you know it's a great sign, isn't it? I think so. I think so. I you mean, want to be able to see players make adjustments and stuff like that. Luckily, his bad decisions didn't result in any turnovers or anything like that. It was just he didn't look like he knew what he was doing. But I think a lot of it has to do with these guys have only been playing for a month before, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, so he threw two touchdowns, had 9.1 yards per attempt, and converted a two-point conversion, and, converted. and
1: caught a touchdown. In the old Orlando special. In the good old Orlando
0: special, that's right. <laughs> so I hope that's this is the last time we get to... That, to me, is like putting gate on the end of any scandal. It's already pissing me off. Okay, I understand. So it's, a, it's a special. The
1: word special is pissing you off.
0: City and special for a play where the wide receiver throws to the quarterback. Yeah. I don't need that anymore. Just because I'm sick of hearing Philly special. I love. I will still
1: go down. I loved the
0: Philly special.
1: I thought it was great. It was great. great
0: at the time. It's the fact that nobody shut up about it afterwards.
1: Well, I thought it was great because didn't the Patriots try the same kind of play like a drive earlier? Uh,
0: I think it was a drive later, and Tom no, Brady just failed. There was miserable. something. I think
1: it was before, and then okay. we, it was almost like Philly shoved it in their face. Like, oh, you want to try? Well, no, no, that? no. no. It, was, that.
0: it was. Uh, what it was a different play. It was no. It was a different game. It was the game against the Titans in the playoffs. So Tom Brady tried it in the playoffs, and it did not work at all. Uh, and then Mariota ran it, and it worked well. I thought there was something with Nick then, Foles versus and too. And then Nick Foles did it again. I mean, maybe they did it. I, last year at the Super Bowl, we went out to a place that had bottomless wings and cheap beer. And I don't remember much of the game. I'll is be a honest.
1: Great conversation about this game. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I remember a lot more about this year's Fo- Super Bowl.
1: Uh, well, uh, hell, there, I remember well, more about the Orlando-Apollos game last week. <laughs> There's a lot easy, a lot easier time to remember what happened in the, this Super Bowl because there wasn't a lot that happened in this Super Bowl. So it was easy to pick and choose. It's that, true. Like, yeah, There's I mean. not a lot to remember. Oh, defense played. Cool. Uh, so
0: leaders on Orlando, Akeem Hunt, who was probably a high draft pick. No relation to Kareem, uh, but
1: they both played for the Chiefs.
0: Uh, that's what you tell me. He is actually leading the league right now. He had 10 carries for 73 yards. He had five targets as well for no catches, which is disappointing for sure. Sorry, three targets. Disappointing, however, um, it's clear that they want to get him the ball. So he's going to be a a good uh, fantasy option going forward. Uh, Devon Smith had five carries, 13 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion. Um, So he's going to be a hot waiver pickup this week. And he Uh, was, yes. And then you had Charles Johnson... uh, who had 60 yards on four catches? Uh, Jalen Marshall scored a touchdown, 51 yards. Jalen Marshall also threw that touchdown to Garrett Gilbert. Um, and you had Ishmael Hyman, uh, two catches for 45 yards. Um, and Dearness Johnson scored a touchdown, uh, but he had one 33 yard catch. So uh, there's a lot of action going on there. I- I'm not exactly sure who you're going to want to go for, there were 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 players targeted with passes on the Orlando Apollos. Just goes to show that it was a team that uh, was blowing out their opponent, kind of put some backups in. So I expect uh, in a more competitive game, likely, against San Antonio, that you're going to see Akeem Hunt, Charles Johnson, Jalen Marshall being used as the primary uh, ball carriers and uh, receivers throughout most of the game. And Garrett Gilbert to also play the whole game. Uh, Instead of getting pulled and then handing off the ball the whole rest of the time. Um, So, on to the Sunday games. We started out with the Mike Singletary-led Memphis Express. (laughs) Can't win with him. Can't do it. Can't play with him. Can't do it. Uh, Who put up a big zero on their offensive side, not the defensive side. Sorry, Iron Mike. He's right. He can't win with
1: zero. (laughs) Can't
0: win with it. Can't do it. I think the bigger problem, not Mike Singletary, but... Christian Hackenberg. Well, it's not that Christian okay, so as a uh, former second round pick of the Jets.
1: Yes, but I will say they went on name name brand. I think I think the problem with Memphis is their quarterbacks are in one of them is not there anymore, but all of their quarterbacks were Christian Hackenberg, Zach, Zach Mettenberger, and Ryan Mallett. They went on name brand alone, and these were names that didn't succeed in the NFL. Now, so they have Brandon
0: Silvers listed as the and backup. Brandon
1: Silvers is now the backup. Yeah, and he's the one who came in when they had to pull uh, yeah. Hackenberg. The, However, Hackenberg's starting this week, right? I think he's still starting, but okay. Zach Mettenberger is not injured. He was actually... Part of that team, and then all of a sudden, this Brandon Silvers comes out. It's like I think they're realizing that these are these are guys that are get fans in the seats, but not anymore. First yeah. off, they're going to be the butt of jokes more than fans in the seats. Sure, I mean
0: it's not. It is what it is. So yeah. Zach Stacy led the backfield there again. An NFL guy. He used to be on the Rams, I believe, back when they were in St. Louis. Uh, he ran behind. Uh, I don't know who. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like your. I like your stat. It's not important what he did in the NFL anymore because he's on Memphis now. He had 12 carries for 58 yards, 4.8 yards per carry. He, he, he was, was fine. Zach Stacy was a Jet. I know that. Oh, a Jet. He did play for the Rams, but he was a Jet later on. Okay. So, uh, Zach Stacy is going to be the primary ball carrier there still. There was nothing wrong with him on the team. And you've got Alton Pig Howard, uh, one of your favorite, uh, Gotta He's love a receiver, pig. though.
1: Gotta love Pig.
0: You know, four catches for 33 yards. He led the team with 33 yards receiving. That's what happens when you have Christian Hackenberg throwing
1: the ball. I just want to stress that this league has two guys with the last name Howard. One name is Pig. One name is Bug. That's just just dropping that knowledge right here for you. That's a knowledge bomb. Vince. Bomb. Bomb. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Birmingham looked
0: pretty good. Um, so uh, Luis Perez was in the Rams system I believe started the fourth uh, preseason game this year uh, or not started but played it in it I don't know if he started or not
1: what a great story with him though
0: yeah I mean he began at Southern University as the ninth out of nine on the depth chart fought his way up to uh, the starter transferred over to Texas AM what's the what's the extra word on that? Let's, Texas A&M commercial or something? Oh, Commerce. Commerce. Uh, and won the D2 championship with that team. So Luis Perez, starting quarterback, uh, looked good. Uh, 19 of 33 for 252 yards. He did not have to throw a touchdown because they kept getting the ball down near the goal line. He went to Southwestern too. Southern is a... Um, His Southwest, Southwestern, Southwestern is the, Western, this yeah. the school yeah. where yeah. he was ninth on the depth chart. Yes. I, I get these facts wrong sometimes with the NFL players. I'm definitely going to be here. a little off
1: here. Jason, that's why I'm here. You buddy. are our ombudsman. But I, I don't want to cut you in the middle, but I cut it's you okay. somewhere. I cut you towards the three quarters.
0: Feel through. free to tell me when I'm wrong. <laughs> Uh, and then he also had a two point conversion, so there's gonna be a lot of extra two
1: pointers on, for these guys in fantasy. He, That's so fun. I saw interviews with uh, with Sean McVay where like this guy was very high on Perez, like he was. They were high on him there, but obviously Jared Goff's a guy. There's yeah. nothing you can do on that with a quarterback situation. There's really nothing you can do if like you've got your one and two guys. It's like you could be high on him all you want. He's still going somewhere right. else,
0: right? So Trent Richardson, a guy who may have been the consensus number one overall pick in the AAF drafts, um, had a very Trent Richardson-like... I was about to say very short ...23 carries and 58 yards for 2.5 yards per carry. Um, he had a long run of 10. Over 23 yards, the best he could do was 10 yards. But
1: he had two touchdowns. But he had
0: two touchdowns, so he saved your fantasy day. Uh, <laughs> they also have uh, Ladarius Perkins running the ball. Luis Perez had six carries for 12 yards. So he is... Uh, I think one of, yeah, <laughs> uh, one of the more promising, yeah, one of the more promising quarterbacks that uh, I've seen so far. Obviously, uh, Gilbert in Orlando is a very good one as well. That's, see, and we'll that's get to the there's a couple more good quarterbacks in the last game. Uh, you had Quentin Patton who was making plays all over the field. Only four catches, but 107 yards total. Uh, he's the receiver on one of those reviews we talked about earlier, uh, and that was you know a little questionable, but. You know what? I I I agree with the stands call there. To be honest with you, um, because in the replays they didn't, you know, they didn't show that the guy dropped the ball. And if everyone on the field thinks that he dropped the ball, then the refs should have called
1: it incomplete. But but think about so think about so he had that incomplete pass. Yeah. Forget about that pass. It was not incomplete. But no, I understand that. But he had four receptions and he. He was the only receiver with over a hundred yards. Yes, and we're going to see week. a lot
0: more of that. We're going to see more of that. Uh, Ladarius Perkins had eight targets for uh, six catches, thirty-six yards. He's definitely looks like a, a very um, a very like short yardage guy. His long catch was only nine yards. Um, and then uh, Devosé Felton had a thirty-two yard catch. Uh, that was very nice. Um, Aba had a two. At a towo uh, I love that. On I love watching. Targets. I
1: listen to you say these names. It's great for me.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm here for you. Um, and Trent Richardson had a catch uh, for a two-point conversion. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think that you could definitely look at uh, some of these Birmingham guys. I wouldn't worry about any of the running backs, but I really like Quentin Patton. If he wasn't drafted, pick him up. Um, Felton, not so bad. I, I like his... Uh, and breaking down the field, and Eda Tawu, um, you know, five targets, is very promising. So I, I think that Luis Perez is going to be a good quarterback here, and he will probably be the kind of player that people will talk about NFL teams wanting. But think about this, right? If every NFL team is going to carry three quarterbacks plus a guy on their practice squad, then that's 130 quarterbacks gone already. So if he's the 135th best quarterback in the country, yeah. you know it's not like he's that great. He's not Peyton Manning or anything.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about this in our fantasy talk right here, but we talked about this before. I really feel like a lot of these players might not... The, the kickers are the ones that are going to be the guys you see come and go, I think, more than we I, see. I agree.
0: I agree, because kickers are the most easily replaceable. I mean, we we living in Chicago know what it's about. But what football players will come and go is the question. Yeah. <laughs> so that remains to be seen, I feel uh, Let's move on to the last game here I don't want to keep you guys too long uh, We've got the Salt Lake Stallions, Vince's team My team, by the way I went with the Orlando Apollos I love the callback to the to the Apollo space program He chose uh, them after got, the victory, of course They've got Apollo oh, I waited kidding. until they scored it. I said the first team that scores 40 is going to be my team <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I'm the ultimate bandwagon fan. Famously, if you ever listen uh, to our regular podcast, you know that I do not have a favorite NFL team. Uh, I'm in Chicago, and i I hate the Bears. I don't hate the Bears. I really don't like the Bears. They're just boring. And, and I, you know, when they do well, it's cool. But I, I'm not always. Ha- I, you know, I'm sometimes. I'm often rooting against them because of my fantasy players. And because of that, I know that I can't ever call myself a Bears fan. Yeah, and I don't do even want to. So you know, whatever. Just so we're all aware, this is a
1: this is a very. And Vince is a Detroit Lions fan, but we're, it's a very personal podcast we're putting on right here. I'm not joking when I say this. That right behind Jason is a Bears poster on the wall. <gasps> this is not even a joke. So he can talk bad about the Bears. I all did he tell while. you to correct me. I did. <laughs> I did.
0: I hung it. I, it's there. It's and, the Bears. Uh,
1: if you guys are looking Maybe Man, on- There's a
0: Chicago flag over here It's a theme, Vince It's a theme It's a
1: theme Westeros is right next to it So Well, that's just an awesome place Just <laughs> like Chicago
0: Actually, you got it wrong That's Essos Westeros is on the other side
1: Is it still next to it, though? <laughs> yeah
0: But I know what you were pointing at Even if the people <laughs> listening don't Okay,
1: I appreciate you correcting me To keep <laughs> me honest with you Well,
0: actually Okay Let's let's go on to your team. You yes.
1: got the stats for your team in front of you? You want to break them down real quick? Well, I just want to say that uh, first off, if Josh Woodrum wasn't injured, if he didn't get hit pretty hard, I felt like Salt Lake had a chance here. Arizona is really good. They're really they They were the most NFL, their offense was clicking they were the most NFL looking team I'd ever seen it's the last game of the week this that, coming from a Detroit Lions fan yeah it was the last the most NFL looking team he's ever seen <laughs> it was so here's my thoughts it was the last game of a four game week and the defense going after Arizona's quarterback was like hey man I saw all those penalties that were called earlier we should probably stay back and not get penalties and it didn't it didn't really pay off for them <laughs> Because Josh Wolford looked like I we earlier. We should probably stay back. Are we and off And it didn't. It didn't really. Pay I'm off listening to him. the
0: show somewhere because, and I don't know where that's happening. John, are we still live right now? Huh? Yeah, we're still going. I'm
1: sorry about that, Vince. <laughs> oh man, apologies
0: for the uh, echo in the room, everyone. Oh man, no we'll worries. Fix
1: this John Wolford looked like a professional. Four touchdowns, two two point conversions. He found the end zone six times. Six times. Did he really? He's the only quarterback to find it more than three times. He found it six times.
0: <laughs> well,
1: this is with... Oh
0: Wait, repeat that stand for me. That was great.
1: He had four touchdowns, two two-point conversions. Okay, okay.
0: Found the end zone six times. Yes. I was wondering how you got to six so easily.
1: Yeah. I, this is a new league. This is the rules of the league. A two-point conversion is, in my eye, still finding the end zone. Yeah. And two of those were passes. So... No, no, you're you're right. I yes. don't wanna
0: I don't wanna belabor the point.
1: Rashad Ross, Richard Mullaney, Jarrell Presley, th- this this is an all star team in this league. You're talking I, about Arizona? I'm talking about Arizona. Yeah. My team is Salt Lake, who got beat by them. I don't know who's gonna beat Arizona. Arizona is gonna have the biggest blowout I've ever seen when they play a Memphis team that doesn't know what side of the they field. They don't know they're their ass from the hole in the ground yeah. right now.
0: Yes. No matter how many times Mike Singletary pulls down his pants and yells at his team, they're not going to know what's can't going on. Can't win with them. Can't, can't play with them. <laughs> can't do it. So it's going to be Arizona at Memphis, if that helps. That'll be the NFL Network game <laughs> on Saturday night. Uh, I hope everybody is ready to watch that one. That'll be a good one. Um, so uh, in Salt Lake, you have Brandon Oliver, uh, ex-San Diego Charger. I remember and I can him.
1: call him that.
0: Because he was there when they were in San Diego.
1: Because <laughs> I always say San Diego Listen, Chargers still. Lewis Black. I like that like anger right there. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it you know, the Chargers make me angry many very I, often. I think I had Brandon
1: Oliver on a fantasy team at one point. In San oh, Diego. he
0: was, yeah, he was, uh, you know, an impressive player uh, in stretches. He had eight carries for 40 yards, led the team, uh, five yards per carry, had a two-point conversion. Uh, Joel Buagnon? I know that I ruined that game. <laughs> Buagnon. Buagnon? It's He's he's going on our all-French team. <laughs> Although, no, for the AAF, we're going to do an all-Italian team led by Mike Bergovici. He probably
1: came from the Montreal Alouettes. Alouettes.
0: <laughs> See, that that's not so hard. Um, so Buagnon had uh, uh, 16 carries, 39 yards, very Trent Richardson-like performance of 2.4 yards per carry. Um, so who knows where they're going to go with the um, – with the carries there, uh, their depth chart, it, Joel's list on top, Brandon Oliver, and then Matt Asiata from the Vikings.
1: I just love this league because we're playing, well, we're playing fantasy in the league that you don't know a lot about, but we have a lot of guys in this league that were fantasy, viable fantasy options with Matt Asiata back with in the tra- day. Yeah. Trent Richardson with Brandon Oliver with, with, uh, many of these guys are probably fantasy headaches,
0: <laughs> but it's their chance at redemption right here. This is it. Yeah. Uh, um and I'm thinking of the tight end. And uh, I'm not thinking of his name, obviously. Uh Gavin Escobar. Gavin Escobar. Uh and, Pablo's
1: and Pablo's cousin, you said? Pablo's son. Shh. Pablo's Shh. son. They said we wouldn't talk about this. It's like Firefest. We promised not to
0: link Pablo Escobar <laughs> to the AAF and look at what we've done.
1: We're like we're like <laughs> We're just like Firefest. <laughs>
0: Let's hope that the AAF is not the Firefest of football league.
1: Which honestly, when 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 somebody said "can't wait for kickoff," and I'm like, this sounds like it could be the Firefest of football because and, there and is it, no kickoff.
0: Us pedantic motherfuckers can say it's not a kickoff. Yeah, it's a snap. It's the first snap. So, so
1: Jason, I don't want to cut you off. I think we're getting towards the end here, and we talked yes. about it. We talked about a little bet, a little wager uh, for next week. I won't be here next week. You're gonna have Mike. Masterino, That's fine. I'll
0: still know you by next week. so we're we can stay still in we, okay. we can still stay so in contact. We should do
1: a three-team three-team fantasy. Yeah.
0: And I just want to point out, on Arizona, um, another good pickup is Rashad Ross. Rashad Ross And is basically, great. I'm just telling you guys all the players that weren't already owned in our league who played well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who played well, look at it. Make sure they weren't owned in your league. Anybody who didn't get – not that they didn't play well, but anybody who didn't get many carries or targets – I think is a good candidate for dropping. Yes, because if they're not going to look to them early, and the team had any kind of success, they're not going to look to them later on. No. Um, so you had Jarrell Presley with 18 carries and 64 yards. There was no running game that got going uh, this week. We, that remains to be seen. Uh, who can, you know, do any good there? Uh, but we did see a couple of good passing games. Well, in Arizona. I, th- I think weeks South after Lake. with
1: this offensive line comes down, I think we're going to get some better rushing games. Yes. Zach Stacy didn't. In Orlando, look bad. No. And Trent Richardson scored two touchdowns. Yes. So well, who forget, the hell cares touchdowns? Zach Stacy didn't look bad until everybody realized that Memphis couldn't throw the ball.
0: Right. And that's a big problem. But we all should have known that Zach uh, met, or that Christian Hackenberg can't throw the ball. Yes. So that's our fault, and your fault, and everyone's fault, especially Mike Singletary's fault. Well, I mean, I mean, he looked.
1: The only reason he looked good is because he had in uh, in Penn State he had New York Giants running back uh, Saquon Barkley. Did, Did he really? Yeah, this, Christian Hackenberg has only been out for two years, right? He was the two thousand He was a second round pick for the Jets in sixteen. Sixteen. Saquon was like a sophomore. No, he was a freshman then. I think he was a freshman or a sophomore.
0: Uh, so I don't know. He was born in ninety five. Uh, 16, second round pick, 51 overall by the Jets. And
1: then where was Saquon
0: Barkley? Saquon Barkley was first overall or in, in fourth, s- third overall last year in
1: 18. Yeah. So, so yeah, in, two years later. And you can't come out of the draft until you're a junior, right?
0: Yeah, and that's going to be a way that they're able to sort of get players into the AAF is guys who don't want to go to college don't have to go to college anymore. They can go play in the AAF. Is that a thing? Because I know that's what the
1: XFL is going for. Is that something? Oh, that, I thought that's what you
0: were talking about no, earlier. No, what I
1: was talking about earlier. My source of this information is Vince Foss. Stop you. Stop you now. <laughs> so, so the XFL comes out next year. The AAF is more of like the return round for everybody. The XFL is like the, it's like the European League. When NBA players go to Europe – and they're like, we don't want to play in college because we're stupid. We're going to go out there and try to make the money, which is not stupid. I'm not calling them stupid as stupid, like, decisions. Stupid is in, like, they don't have the knowledge of what a college degree would get you, which I'm with you on that. But I feel like that's what the XFL is going to be. Yeah.
0: Uh, so let's look at the matchups for next week.
1: Okay. And then we will predict
0: a couple of players that we think will do. Okay,
1: I feel good about my team already. I've, so in my your head.
0: team, Salt Lake, is going to be in the first slot playing Birmingham. Both teams did well last week. Birmingham won.
1: Salt Lake had to play Arizona. Had to
0: play Arizona. Um, so last week Salt Lake scored 22. Um, Birmingham put up 26. This is going to be a very good matchup. It's on TNT at 2 p.m. this Saturday, 2 p.m. Central time. Uh, Maybe that's 1 p.m. Central. I think it's 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, So, you know, make sure that you check that out or tape it and watch a little bit later. It's not like you're going to get spoiled on AAF scores. Uh, So this is prime DVR territory here, folks. Um, So uh, I I like that matchup in general. I think it'll be an interesting game. You've got Arizona playing Memphis. This is uh, start all of your sun. guys? (laughs) (laughs) Who was Arizona's team?
1: Come on, man. The Hot Shots. The
0: Hot Shots. Sorry if I don't remember the name of the team It's named after
1: a bad drug. It's named after a good movie.
0: Okay, I think of The Wire when I hear Hot Shots, and I know that it's like poisoned fucking heroin. Oh. Just a bad choice of name, that's all. I don't mean to bring it down. And the Memphis... Express probably named after FedEx uh, will be playing uh, and maybe Me- I, look Memphis is gonna score a touchdown.
1: Bold prediction. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. They didn't. They've scored before. They didn't. No, a, they haven't. They did have a preseason match. Okay, fine. We're and-
0: gonna talk about preseason AAF. <laughs> I don't think so. They lost. They lost to Salt Lake in preseason. Okay, so you've got Orlando at San Antonio. Those are two teams that won last week. Orlando played very well. San Antonio um, played well enough to win. They scored a touchdown. They had four, three field goals. Uh, you know, I, I really like the Apollo's offense right now. I do too. And finally, you've got Atlanta at San Diego. Atlanta needs to show some more life, in my opinion. San Diego looked bad. Both these teams looked bad last week. Uh, so hopefully, they don't both look bad this week. Right, it's gonna be the the uh, the old what can we, what else can Cleveland
1: we versus New York Jets you know, NFL. Yeah.
0: So what we want to do is
1: uh, go ahead and pick three players each and do a little fantasy here. Do you want to draft it? Do You want to go back and forth? I got a guy. You got a guy. You just... go ahead and start first. All right. Let's... Then I will do the same. I will do that. I'm gonna. I have to do it. I'm gonna go with John Wolford. Okay. Uh,
0: I'm gonna take my guy. Uh, uh, oh, I don't even know his name. I was right here. You don't get him, You don't get him.
1: His name is Garrett Gilbert. What is eating Garrett Gilbert (laughs) great? I want to know. Well, the funny thing is you should have probably gone away from quarterback because it's like, well, Vince took his quarterback because now I'm taking Rashad Ross, who is going to take touchdowns from John Walford. Oh, So we're going to do that kind of draft? That's okay. No, we don't have to. I'm just
0: letting you know. It's okay. I I wasn't going to take Rashad (sighs) Ross anyways. Um, So I will go ahead. I like, what do I like here? Um, I like this Arizona team playing well. I'm gonna go with Jarrell Preston. Ooh,
1: you did it from me. I was Were you gonna go? I was about to go all Arizona for this well, one. No. Oh right, John. Yeah. Well, too bad. You know what? I will take one other guy, and it's a guy that I do not think will get yards. It's a guy that they will pump the ball. He will eventually score. I'm taking Trent Richardson.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about Trent Richardson, too. (laughs) Uh, And then I am going to go ahead. I'm going to take my guy on Orlando who I really liked uh, going into the season, Akeem Hunt. Kareem's younger brother. That's right. So we'll see how these guys. Disclaimer, do. it's
1: not really Kareem's younger brother.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be shorter next week, I promise. You don't need an hour plus of AAF football just yet. Um, but I mean, it's still shorter than a game. It's still shorter than a game. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for. Uh, you know, coming to drink5.com uh, or listening to us on the show. If you have any questions, you can hit us up, uh, Jason at Drink Five. You can tweet us at Drink Five, and I'll be back next week with another guest from our fantasy league uh, to you know have a good time with and drink a few beers and talk some AAF. Sometimes
1: Thanks, Vince. Thanks for being here. My sound live. live. You are. Yeah. <laughs>